You are now listening to the Wake Up Podcast, aka the When I Grow Up Podcast with FK, the place where we have the careers and life conversations you wish you heard sooner. But yeah, yes, we're back again. Episode two of the Wig Up Podcast. Here we are. We've done pretty well. Episode yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> we, we made it this far. We made it this far. But it. yeah, um, as always, I'm your host, FK. Welcome to Wig Up Podcast. Um, I've got the same guys from episode one. <laughs> yeah, the viewers are probably, the li- viewers and listeners are probably thinking, oh, where's he going to get those inspiring people on? <laughs> I've got them back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what do you mean? I've got them back. I've got them back. Yeah, this is my thing. Like the inspiring people around me, it starts off in my very own circle. So Actually, yeah. we've got a new guest today. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, a couple. Man. It's not on camera, but yeah. you know, go yeah. introduce yourself, big boy. Yeah, man. <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> Yo. All right, what's, what's your name? This what's is this is name? the performer of the group. You should be nervous. I don't feel like I'm part of the inspiring. Inspiring uh-huh, trio. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll, we'll put you on the thumbnail, yeah. Yeah, we'll put you on the thumbnail. Like, <laughs> no, introduce yourself. Bro, introduce you right yourself. here, bro. Uh, <laughs> white way. <laughs> I've seen that on a podcast. You always kill me. Someone said, "Why is he, why is he joining um, the podcast from work from home?" <laughs> the yeah, there's a different podcast where this, the the Fourth guy, well, the third guy is in a different room on mic. <laughs> so why is he joining from work from home? But yeah, Eddie, introduce yourself, bro. Um, Eddie, introduce myself. My name is Eddie. Why are you looking at the camera like? <laughs> like I'm inside now. <laughs> nah, obviously, yeah. My name's Eddie. Um, not much to introduce. I'm part of the Queensland. Queensland mm. members. Mm. <laughs> Queensland. Come on, come on, come but on. yeah, we're here, yo. If they forgot from the first episode. <laughs> okay, it's Timo, we back. Let's get it. Uh, and I'm Kuds, or Kudzai, um, depending on where you know me from. <laughs> you know, <say laughs> Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's um, go. Yeah, <clears throat> good to be back, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, yeah, man. So, yeah, here we are. Um, this was originally my idea to every time have a new guest and the episode will be focused on the new guest so first one was about me my journey i hope you know people listen to that you know what the feedback that i've received so far mm, and like the good. feedback you shared feedback <coughs> yeah some f- like literally some my, my little brother's feedback. friends the type of people we said wanted to reach out to yeah. were, my little brother's on facetime to them they were all like oh yeah we've seen your podcast yeah not because like they follow me on anything mm. we just came across it yeah so I like that. That was yeah. that was nice to hear. I like that a lot. So yeah, because I was yeah. saying to you boys, I want this to naturally and organically grow. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying I've not tried to force anything, and for me, like obviously I'm logged into all the accounts. I see day by day growing, and for me that's just a beautiful thing. Seeing yeah. something from the ground up, yeah, it's actually amazing. Like, yo, let me even just show you some of like. Let me read out some of the um, feedback I've received. It's that's actually really yo, good. it's. I've just finished listening to the first episode of the podcast and you all smashed it. Well done. There's definitely big things to come from this. Um, just finished episode one. Good conversation. Looking forward to see where the next episode goes. And then someone said, someone that's known us throughout the whole of uni said, mm. I didn't even know you guys didn't know each other before uni, like properly. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because of how close we were during uni. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Like, it's actually like, pff, I'm showing you now, like, look at all that. 
Yeah. So much love, so much love. And another thing that I really liked as well is I got some constructive um, criticism as well. Yeah. So people saying what they'd like to see or little improvements. Okay. And that's something I'm definitely trying to listen to. You know, no, there's, that's, that's there's something different today. Yeah, I don't man. know if you boys mm-hmm. feel it like. There's something different happening today, like... Oh, it's a change of scenery. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A, ch- a change of scenery, you know what I'm saying? That was one of the things that was said. Maybe a change of scenery where people mm-hmm. actually want to see our faces. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, but the camera might need to zoom in, though. Uh-huh. Nah, it can, it can see us. It can zoom in, in Let's see if it's got the... Let's see. I told you, they're going to see this drip. They're going to see this drip. That daily paper sponsorship. I'm coming. So, let's start with how we know each other. How do we know each other, bro? Because <laughs> I first like met you properly on the first day of uni. I no, think. no, 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 no. We have to rewind like back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Taboo Tuesdays and that. Ah, t- even further Ooh. behind Taboo. Yeah. Traffic Center. Was that not before? Was that no, not tab- that was after we'd already done a few Taboo nights, <laughs> yo. Like, we already kind of <laughs> were acquaintances <laughs> at that point, yo. Because what, this was 20... What, 14, isn't it? Was it 2014? Wait, when did we leave? No, no, no 16. I think it was 16. 16, 16. Because yeah. I remember being in college. I remember it was like Christmas time was at the Trafford Centre with a couple of other guys and a couple of other girls there as well. And I'm a, I'm a shoe guy, so I make shoe contact uh-huh. before I make eye contact. And I saw this guy, I was like... Mm-hmm. What was that in, yo? Columbia, Force, Columbia Force. Yeah, yeah, I like it, I like yeah, it, I like it. Was, yeah. And then Cuz has his long jacket on. Long jackets, <laughs> yo. Bro. I, before I you, jacket, once again, I have I to tell you, man, you don't know about fashion. Uh, before don't I knew this guy, fashion. I used to I used to notice him because I used to walk around town. Used to Bro, I was wearing <laughs> the camel coats before. Nah. Yeah. He had Columbia Fours on. And a burgundy jacket. I said, nah, burgundy. No, it wasn't burgundy. It was, <laughs> it was burgundy. It was, a, it was a camel, bro. I remember the fit, bro. It was like, I'd throw one here, this <laughs> grey hoodie, mm. camel coat, mm. some grey jeans. And then got the white. Yo, I'm, I'm sure the pictures <laughs> in my archives, yo. I don't care. That, yo, that fit was banging. Yeah, was yeah. Banging. guys put on a fit like that and they start saying, we've all got the same 24 hours in the bro, day. I was giving financial <laughs> get, get advice. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, something about those coats yeah, when you yeah. put it on but yeah that's the first time we actually met and then it got to uni time now maybe later that year it was maybe that later because it was Jardel in it that was yeah, the connection yeah, yeah, yeah. like um yeah because in- initially i'd wanted to go bristol uni but the grades just didn't quite but um and then liverpool was my second choice and then when i got in on results day, I was like, yo, who's going to Liverpool? Da, da, da. I think I was speaking to Jardel about it. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, Flex is going, yo. Well, actually, you didn't even, you used to be called Flex them days, yo. <laughs> the name used hadn't to come be about Flex, then. yo. That was <laughs> Felix back then, yo. Mm. But um, yeah, I think we got in touch, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, just DM'd me, didn't you? Because you had a situation with your, your housing, innit? Your accommodation. Yeah, they yeah, wanted yeah. to do you dirty. Well, I don't know what it is with the unis, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm. They try to slap you anywhere. Make sure you look at the accommodation that you're applying for. Then that, the accommodation that you ended up with was a blessing. That's, that's the so thing. jealous. That's the thing. Guys were paying pennies. Mm, oh, that's the <coughs> thing with that. Like I, the way I found Queensland is such a mad story. So they wanted to put me in a place called Vinecourt, which wasn't too bad. Yeah, Vinecourt wasn't nice. too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's central, close to the uni, not too bad. But yours was it, bro? They had a 
A sink in the bedroom, bro. <laughs> <laughs> green bank. Yeah. <laughs> green. All you need is HMP green bank. It fits, Yo, it fits too bank. nicely. Bro, I walked in and nicely. I was like, it, the bed was about this big. Uh, I was just no. like, no, 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 this is unacceptable, no, yo. No, imagine staying at Greenbank. A couple of our guys stayed at Greenbank. They Green did, Bank. yeah, they did. No, because that's where you get to really do the uni experience, but nah. That's what they say. I'm good, yo. Good. The sink is in next to your, next where, to you where you lay your head. Your heads, yo, bro. Yeah, oh, and you're sharing a, a bathroom with about 20 men. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything worse. See, that was my fear. So I heard a lot of like <coughs> myths and stuff before going to uni. So I'm one of those, I did my research. Mm. So even though I had Vine Court and that was pretty calm, I started doing my own research. I started looking for private. So I actually mm-hmm. went to a viewing that day. I went to the viewing now, everything was calm, everything was calm. I've looked around en suite, fine, double bed, fine. And I've looked down and there's ants running oh, all over. God. Over. All over. Oh, I've looked at the guy. He's looked at me. I've looked at the ants. I've looked at the guy. He's looked at the ants. He's looked at me. He said, yeah, we'll get that sorted. I said, yeah. They never saw me again. <laughs> they never saw me again. I think there's a journey before you got to uni. So that's even, we've even fast forward a bit there. But let's take it. Let's take it back. Where would you like to start this? Where do I start? I was saying the story of Chris. Where do I start? Mm. Um, I'll start in Zim, you know, so, like, I was born in Zim, um, raised there till I was about, what, eight years old, um, moved over here in 2000, yeah, 2000, you speak Shona, yeah. you speak Shona, yeah, bro, I didn't even speak English when <coughs> I got into the school, <laughs> 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 that's crazy, yeah, yeah. it's crazy, because now I struggle to speak Shona, which is <laughs> disappointing, but, I like, can relate to that, I can relate to that, tell a girl she's beautiful in Shona, it's it's interesting because the last episode relocation was a key topic right Mm. i relocated within the uk you relocate to a whole other country what was that like that's um nah but i feel like a lot of people have done that and it's it's obviously a blessing well not a blessing because i think there are certain elements of zim life that i do definitely prefer like Mm. i think as a kid i had a little bit more freedom and i was a little bit more rowdy and out there do you know what i'm saying and i went to a boarding school so that was mm. obviously an interesting experience and it was like it was character building i'd say yeah so when i came here i was a i was obviously like a, a tough kid you know what i'm saying mm. I was out here, um moved here to manny um for my first year really d- really struggled because i couldn't speak english but i had a lot to say you know what i'm saying like um, my, my teachers could tell that I wanted to participate, and obviously in them they teach you small, small, like little, little bits. So I knew certain words. Like one of my favorite words was obviously. Like <laughs> Wait, so could you actually not speak English moving from Zimbabwe to England? Oh, he's more. I know, like, <laughs> as a Nigerian, if you live in Nigeria, you can speak English. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, what no. they just spoke Shona to you. No, they, like, they teach you English, mm. certainly, or at least they were trying to teach me, but I was still young, so all I could do was like, oh, hi, my name is Kudzai. You know, like, the ser- yeah, same yeah. level we might have in Spanish, where you can go and maybe order food or ask for help, yeah. but you can't really hold a conversation, innit? Mm-hmm. Okay. But, um, yeah, and then I want to shout out to Miss Morgan at, um, at Ravensbury, because she got me into reading, and that helped me just pick up English like that, like, mm. just... 
look reading on that age so um life at that point was a lot more challenging for me than for others i would say just mm. because like once i'd moved here so obviously i'd lived with my my mom all my life until i was eight came over here lived with my dad and um <coughs> that relationship for one reason or another didn't quite work out yeah and then i ended up being after removed from his care from foster care for like let's say what eight ish mm. until <coughs> i was 18 yeah. So that was obviously now having to negotiate high school and kind of all this sort of stuff going on in my personal life. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I think I've just always been quite laid back about life yeah. and quite like, you know, not necessarily accepting of just, oh, this is life, but more so just like I, I've always kind of known that things get better. And like yeah. you have one real reason for being in this country. So I think that really helped me out as well, just being like real focused and understanding that, yo, I'm here to get an education. I'm here to yeah. use this opportunity. Um, God has given me the talent of <coughs> being fortunate enough to be good at academics. Mm. So, you know, I can leverage that and try and use that because yeah. it even gives me many other talents. Like, <laughs> also with the music, like, you know, like, I'm not the, like, obviously I'm athletic, but I'm not necessarily like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like a notch below Felix in the kicking ball, you know, a notch above certain man, but you know what I'm saying? Well, like, he said, I can play with him. You know <laughs> I, I, can, I can play with him. There's a few step overs. I can play with him. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think you're better than Neymar? I'm not better than Neymar. But you think you could play with him? I can play with him, though. I, I, I'm up there with him. I'm up there with him. There's not a thing that, like, who else? Neymar, who else? Um, who else is there? There ain't really much. There ain't much out there. Messi's all right. Messi's all right. He does a few steps. He's basic, though. I'm better than Messi. I think, because I always think about this, because like, I can't do music mm. like, that well. Like, obviously, I thought I could rap, but in terms, you know like when people <laughs> can right, play... So you're admitting that you can't rap now? No, well, hold on. Hold okay, on. okay, okay. What okay. I'll say is, yeah, I'm not musically gifted, mm. right, but... I've got the I've got the bars. Mm, I'd be like a ghostwriter, yo. Yeah. It's from your reading, right? You know what no, though? See, you, you dropped a little a little <laughs> something. I thought he was gonna take us out the hood. I can't lie. Yo. You thought he was gonna take us I out the hood. I thought he was gonna take us yeah, out the hood. Me, yeah, me that too. one bar he dropped. I think going through kind of having to be removed from my, my father's care and <clears> go through that system and whatever that entailed, like I always kept focused. Mm. School was like my that was where I went, like, to be normal, do you know what I'm saying? To have mm. a normal kind of life. And Almost like your escape. escape. Yeah, yeah, like, because obviously, like, it's quite odd. I don't, like, to be a black kid and then you go home and you're living with a white family, you know, it's mm. quite an odd experience sometimes and it can be quite jarring to, especially when you're young and still trying to figure yourself yeah, out. Yeah, definitely. Like but I think, I think, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there, but I think as black, young black men, like, having that kind of black um, male role model is very important. So I can imagine in your situation how difficult that, that might have been at that time. Yeah, no, but um, shout out to Sue and Vinny, mm. real lovely people. And like, you know, they, they kind of just let me be who I was and mm. kind of just let me do what I do in it. And um, mm. always kind of kept, gave me that balance between like, yo, understand you can enjoy life, but you know, <coughs> you have to focus and mm. this is how you're gonna make a life for yourself through kind of you know going 
my school this that the other yeah and i, I i'm competitive you know what i'm saying mm. so when it came to school i don't i don't think i worked hard necessarily all the time for my sake i think part of it is that yo i'm not being no they carry no they carry like if, if you think if i think about it people like steven mm-hmm. Dando, like bear man mm-hmm. if they got better than me in a test i'm like nah bro what's going it's a problem. Yeah. They've not got two heads, huh? Yeah, problem. Say, They've not got two so, heads. <laughs> yeah, so I was always trying to kind of keep, and they were focused on school. Yeah. Their parents were evidently kind yeah. of giving them that guidance, and I was getting that guidance. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, I did well at my GCSEs. Yeah, and yeah that's what, something I really commend about you, Cuz, because, you know, I always kind of do like character analysis and everyone. I was always looking at this guy, I was thinking, he has a lot of like independence, but he's, he's always grounded. He's always mm-hmm. so mellow, always so laid back, because. Your situation, uh, you won't mind me saying, is like a really difficult situation. Not mm-hmm. everyone makes it out. You know what I'm saying? The fact that, like, you were in the care system and no one knew about it in terms of even your closest friends. <coughs> yeah, no, that, that is one thing. Like, I look back at it now and I think maybe I was being silly in some ways, but I also think that for, for who I am as a person, that's what I needed to do. Like, so mm. when this all happened, I didn't tell no one in school. Like, obviously, school knew as, like, students uh, i just acted like everything was normal and i was just just moved houses essentially yeah. and even when i get up to all the way to uni living with you guys still didn't ever really mention that just because no, you know no you know what it is for me it's like <coughs> i would never want anyone to feel sorry for me like i don't really like people's sympathy because at the end mm. of the day like Yes, my life might be objectively look a little bit tougher than some people, this, mm. that, the other, but everyone's life is tough, do you know what yeah, I'm saying? And I, and I feel like being in care or care leave, or there's almost a certain stigma that comes along with that where like people look at you like you're somehow troubled or mm. somehow you've been through something so da, 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 mm. that you're just not the same. And it's not fair because at the end of the day, a person's a person and like you don't necessarily let what's happened to you kind of like yeah so my whole thing is like i'd never wanted to center who i was based mm, on something that's yeah, happened to yeah, me do you know what i'm yeah, saying like, like your circumstances like, that's like, you don't mm-hmm. want people to look at you and think oh kelly no, like, i just want people to be oh that's kids that's kids yeah, 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 yeah like yeah, i don't yeah. want any special treatment yeah. i don't want no like because i get yeah. it like obviously now that i'm older i think it would have probably been easier for me in life if i'd talked a bit more about it just because I think people might have gave me a bit more grace with certain things and mm, yeah, yeah. But I also think, you know, like it's a choice where I just wanted everyone to be like, yo, that's good. Like, yeah. da, 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 like this all it's something that's happened, but it's not necessarily Did, you you did that ever mind. get dark for you though? Like did you ever feel that or that that weight of just like not really sharing yeah, that burden. No one really knows, so everyone no, thinks no. you just yeah. Like even even yo, like even as we're saying <coughs> it on this podcast, yeah, there are gonna be people in my life that are good close personal friends of mine mm. that this is news to, you know what I'm saying? And mm. that's a bit nuts. But yeah, bro, I've <laughs> for, <laughs> it, for me, it's like yo, that doesn't like yes, it matters, but it doesn't matter. And uh, mm. when you say like the weight of like keeping it to yourself. I do kind of get that because there is times where you like you kind of wish someone understood you a bit. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Like mm. you'd be talking about something and you can't really explain why something's bothering you in full. 
because you can't really say it. Or someone will offer a solution where it's like, oh, just ask your dad. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask my dad. It's those sort of situations yeah. that sometimes are tough. But generally speaking, I think that experience, um, obviously from my point of view, I had quite a positive experience of the care system. Um, others I'm now aware don't but mm. i think i was just blessed you know when i was somewhere stable and yeah. i was you know I, I felt that loved you know what i'm saying i didn't yeah. ever grow up thinking right rah, yeah that i'm so da, da, da. but then i've also like you said about the independence that that kind of experience has also just taught me that yo in this world is a lot of the time when the chips are down it's just you and your 10 toes you know what mm. i'm saying so you gotta figure it out and you gotta yeah. do do what you have to do in it and yeah. i've always kind of done that it's your voice, but, um, there's certainly flaws in the system that end up letting people down i mm. think because i think the stat is like 12 percent of care leavers go to university wow. when like the general population is like 44 percent do you know what 12 percent mm. is yes it's tiny and like it's because there's so many opportunities for you to fall to the wayside. And I think mm. even earlier at that like GCSE age, especially if you're going through having to move around houses, do you know, all these other things that care, yeah. care experienced people have to deal with. Yeah. There's no way you can focus on school half no. the time. Like, I'm blessed that, you know, I was somewhere settled. I didn't have to even move to a new school. So I just stayed with the same teachers, yeah. you know what I'm saying? People yeah, yeah. that I, I was comfortable, yeah. but I can't imagine being able to stay focused if I had to move move schools 10 times in, a, in my career. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. And they Definitely. feel like they're written off at like 16. Yeah. And sometimes I always felt like the people that were talking to me, their ambitions for me were very basic, very much like, okay, let's get you a place, let's get you a job, mm -hmm. and that's it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Rather than, okay, because what do you really want to achieve in this life? Like, what can we do mm -hmm. to help you achieve what you want to achieve? And like, throughout that, I think... It's just, it's obviously tough, but I, I do accept that I've been blessed in many ways, do you know what I'm saying? To be yeah. surrounded by people that were doing the right things, that wanted to do the right things, and I've almost kind of followed them mm. <laughs> into doing the right things. Mm. Um, and also, like, coming from Zim, I think, having kind of seen the value of education, I always understood that, okay, this is the only way I'm ever going to make any mm. real money, because... Mm. Yeah, I'm, I can't sing, I can't dance, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I can't act. I yeah. have to go and do the academics thing, hopefully, yeah. and see if yeah. that works out for me. So yeah. that's always been the thing. Yeah. But so when you're thinking about that, um, thinking about you need to focus on your academics, what was the kind of maybe aspiration? Yeah, so I think at that time, um, motivated by, I think I'd read somewhere that dentists make like 100K a year. I was like, oh, mm. I want to be a dentist. Um, <laughs> That's similar to me. I read in the book. <laughs> I said, it said consultants are some of the highest earning graduates. I said, yep. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, uh, I um, managed to get some work experience at a dentist. Oh, so, you, so you're trying to be a dentist? I never knew that yeah, too. Yeah. I tried to be a dentist, bro. I never knew that. I never knew that. I went there, yeah. Um, and then the dentist was like, all right, come take a look mm. at this, yeah? Yeah, I said to look in my guy's mouth. <laughs> Bro, I gagged you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. It's not for you. Bro, I felt sick. So the next goal was, oh, let me try and be a lawyer. Um, mm. So I still had dentistry or something like scientific in the back of my mind. So when I was choosing my A-levels, I did um, chemistry, biology, 
English literature and law, so I was like, mm-hmm. right, a little balance, you know what I'm saying, see mm-hmm. how it all goes down. Um, yeah. Once it got to like second year college, I was like, a lot more focused on law, but once again, I think very much I want to make money rather mm-hmm. than yeah. being. And also, I think coming from money my background. Money is the motive. And coming from a background, I thought, you know what, if I'd become a lawyer, I can work in areas like children's rights and, you know, work with people that might have been in similar situations to me when I was younger and Mm -hmm. kind of try and help out in that way. But initially, I'll be very honest, I was trying to make some money out here. (laughs) But, um, yeah, so came to choosing to go to university. I decided to lean towards law just because I think A-level chemistry Oh, that was no joke, bro. <laughs> that was no Zero. joke. Sciences. Sciences. Oh, my little sister's doing it at the moment. Obviously, she's going to medicine, but she's done like, she's doing like all the sciences. Sometimes I just look over at her books. I know her headache instantly, yo. <laughs> <laughs> she knows she can't ask her big brother for help with that yeah. chemistry and biology. Anything else? Calm, but that worked there, yeah. Serious. Yeah. So you lead more towards the legal route. Yeah, so yeah. I leaned more towards law. And obviously law is extremely competitive to get mm-hmm. into. Um, tr- you know, like I did, uh, what's the, was it Elsa or whatever it's called? Elna, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Did that, did quite well in that actually. So I was, uh, I was yeah. feeling encouraged. And I was like, yeah, let me pursue this career. Um, then that's when we get to uni. Sorry, I'm yeah. probably speeding through this. Just cause no, no, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. But, um, we need to speed through it. Yeah, that's, yeah. So that's where we going. get to uni. Um, and once again, here with uni, I think if we'd, uh, I was split into two sort of things. So one, the actual academic side. Yeah. That was in the first two years, fine. I, I enjoyed the subjects, you know, I was I was engaged. Would you say you enjoyed it? Would you say you're engaged? I, w- I think I was fairly engaged in first and second year. Like, first year, certainly. Second year, hmm. We get a little bit shaky, okay. but I think first year I was certainly excited and be like, oh yeah, this is yeah. excitement was uni, a jet, you know what I'm saying? I'm at a Russell Group uni, like this yeah. is amazing, like you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I ain't really supposed to be here, like you mm. know, I'm a little kid from Karoy in Zimbabwe, you know what I'm saying? Like mm. I'm I'm out here now, mm. but then um, as I kind of got to find out more and more about like a career in law, so studying law itself, I kind of lost interest about the same time that. I found out how hard it was to actually get into a career in law. Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I did, what did I do now? So I managed to get some, you know, there's a, so Freshfields do like the Stephen Lawrence scholarship. Yeah. And I got invited to like the assessment days for that. Well, I applied for that and then yeah. I got invited to the assessment I days. And I was there and I was talking to these lawyers and like, this is where you want to be in it, Freshfields, yeah. go on Magic Circle. And, like, don't get me wrong, like, they loved what they do, but I was like, oh, nah, yeah. <laughs> this ain't yeah, for yeah, me, yeah. yo. Yeah. Like, I was just there thinking, nah, I'm, I'm a, a fish out of water sort of situation. Yeah. I was like, nah, this yeah. is too much. And that was in first year. So very early on, <coughs> you identified that this route might not be might for not you. be for me. So how, how did you find navigating the rest of the years? Like, there's still a good three years to go. Well, yeah, I think um, the, the thing there was, it was always like, all right, cool. A law degree is always going to be looked at a certain way because it's very academic, mm, um, yeah. a lot of transferable skills. So yeah. I was just like, you know what, let me get this degree. Didn't really have an idea of what I wanted to do. And at that point, I think I just stopped, not stopped caring, but I just mm. focused on one thing at a time because I was like, you know what, mm. like I was doing a lot of things to kind of get gain work experience and kind mm. of um, 
you know, engage with careers and explore things, but I wasn't ever really focused on one particular career and be like, oh, mm. I should do this. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so it was difficult to keep the motivation up, I'll tell yeah. you that. But then also what comes into that is the personal side of things of being, you know, everyone else when it comes to holidays, da, 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 oh, they just go home. For mm. me, I had to figure it out. When it comes to mm. the summer, have to figure it out. Do you know what I'm saying? And I think... I always had a job, which a lot of people in uni sometimes don't because, you know, they, they come from a background that allows them to be able to not need a job. But I always needed mm. a job because if I don't have money, I ain't got no one to mm. live, do you know what I'm saying? So True. that made it extremely challenging and sometimes feel extremely like, because obviously you guys were around, but sometimes yeah. as, a, as a person, you feel alone in certain things yeah. just because it's like, yo, I just have to figure this out, like yeah. no matter what. I yeah. just have to kind of get it done. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so. crazy. As as the person that obviously was like close to you and lived with you and everything, it didn't like quite dawn on me how my situation was very different to your situation. Because I obviously, like my family, like they'd all come to drop me off. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, even remember one yeah. time, even one of my aunties just came for the ride. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> for me, I never really realized it. I'm like, oh, how come like could this like, family never, yeah. you know, come around? Like Christmas time, I'm getting the big dinners dropped off to me. Do you know what I'm saying? So it was very, very, it was very, very different. So when I finally found out like the situation and how you felt, it really just mm. made me think. Yeah. And that's for the first time as boys, we sat down and we like spoke. Mm. You see what I'm saying? We had like real honest, deep conversations. So Kods, did you achieve what you set out to achieve with your law degree? Um, no, you know, I think now I'd say yes, I think I did. But what I'd set out to achieve, so obviously everyone that does a degree wants either a first or at least a 2-1. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I, got, I got a 2-2. Two, two, and bro, mm. when I tell you, man, the way I cried that day, mm. bro, like this ta- these times I was in America and I was in the, these mountains, yo, so it felt like a movie scene. Yo. <laughs> yeah, it's mad, it's mad because... Bro, I was on my knees in the woods crying. <laughs> the rain, the rain makes me with his tears. <laughs> nah, like, it's a joke now, yeah, yeah, but honestly, that was one of the worst days in my life because for me, like, as I've kind of alluded to all throughout, I've always kind of done well academically. Yeah, I've always said you're, you're one of the smartest guys I know. So, so when I got at that 2-2, two, two, I was on my knees thinking, rah, what am I going to do? Like, my life's over, no one's going to want to employ me, yeah. this, that, the That's other. That's the narrative, and right? I've, I've wasted Very three much so, years yeah. of my life, th- this, that, the other. But you know what? Like, um, the conversation that I had that day, actually, I actually called my dad and I was like, these are my results, I'm so disappointed. And he was like, yo, like... Do you know how few black people have a law degree? Like, no mm. matter what grade it is, well done for you've, doing that. You went to a Russell yeah. Group University, yeah, you yeah. did that. Yeah. And that kind of made me feel a little bit better. But yeah. I was still very much upset because I think I take responsibility in saying that as much as, yes, my life was difficult and I was obviously dealing with things like me, but other people don't, I still think that, you know, if, if I had been more disciplined with yeah. myself... Yo, let's not lie. We all saw me. We saw how I was living. You know what I'm saying? It's all about discipline, isn't it? It's, it's all discipline, about discipline, yeah. And yeah. I definitely, at some point in uni, I would say I lost my focus a bit and I lost my way and I got caught mm. up in, in the lifestyle, if I'm honest, bro. Mm. I was, yeah, I don't want to say too much because I'm a grown <laughs> man now, innit? And I've changed my ways, but it was a different time. Do you know what I'm yeah, saying? And yeah. it was so easy to not engage with uni. All I was doing was working going out after work, 
resting in the morning, yeah. maybe hit an afternoon lecture. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And work again. If you go to that lecture, I'll go. Yeah. That's yeah. the oh, funniest yeah. thing about uh, you two. Both stood in the same course, same class. You were looking what he was doing. He was looking what you, you were doing. doing. If, if Kutz, if it's 8.30, Kutz, are you going? He's like, nah. Okay, I'm going back to bed too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could when I would if you did that. But like, mm. there was still a thing of like, if I just had that bit more discipline, yeah. I reckon I could have done a little bit better. Yeah. But um, as I've gotten older now, and I look at that, like I look at that in context, I'm like, bro, if I'd had a lot of the same kind of, not necessarily, I don't want to call them privileges, but if I had a lot less on my plate, I think I would have achieved more. Do you know what I'm saying? And when I look at my life and, as a whole and a contextualizer I'm like okay yes you've been competing your whole life trying to be with these AA star students you know because you thought that's what you were do you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. but a lot of these people that you've been comparing yourself and competing with they come from such a different background to you where mm. they've had every opportunity mm. to be successful you've kind of had to work hard to do this mm. but you haven't necessarily had the same opportunities and the same resu- resources the thing and the same guidance support. more than anything yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because from from the age of 14 it's been your responsibility to, to make sure you do well in direction that's crazy when i think about my 14 year old exactly self, match attacks exactly i breathe football i love football <laughs> exactly. and this guy's having to his life decisions he's crazy he's, he, i'm checking my gcse results thinking these need to be good because I'm taking them back to mom and dad mm. and they need to be like, they need to be proud. proud they need yeah. to be, he's checking his GCSE results thinking like you're just doing it for yourself. Yeah, you need to me. make sure. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm I need to be good. So yeah, like it was tough, but like when I look at it in context, I'm so proud of that degree and that achievement because let's, yo, let's take it back. So, cause for a lot of people, they get yeah. a two, two, and this is where life ends. Like everything's over. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a dead end job, but like, so that's how you felt in it. Because yeah. a lot of people think, bro, oh, no, what's saying. the point? What's the point? Get get two, exactly. Two, yeah. So bro, that's we where we said it. Like, you, we I did say we, we, we used to say about, it. We like, what's the <laughs> point? I'm coming to grab a two. Life comes at you fast. Your humbles life you so quick. So yeah, Tim, that's a good question because that's you were you were in the pits in it. You were feeling down because for a lot of people that's where everything ends. Now and especially for someone like me, bro, like that felt like a failure. That felt like they may as well have said fail. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying. So there, well, that's not like what. I'm saying that's not where like your journey ends. No, no. How, how did you? How did you saying. transition? How did you navigate with like that whole kind of? Uni. Yeah, with that kind of on your CV it says law degree two two. Oh, I ain't put the two two. I said. Oh, did you not? Oh, <laughs> just law degree. Crazy. Oh, but oh, okay. I ain't putting it unless you ask. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, but how did yeah, you navigate? Like so after that, um, initially I was looking at the you know all these grad schemes like KPMGs, mm. the EYs, this that the other just. You know, but a lot of them required a two one. Yeah. So I kinda had to shift from that and I was like, okay, cool, I need to make money. Yeah. Um so I got my first role in um as a recruitment consultant in IT and tech because it's sales. I'd come from, you know, a background of working in a bar, like you can do similar yeah. things. You know what I'm saying? You, you can be good at. And I thought, yeah, this is gonna be great, you know, there's a commission, you're gonna make some money, da da da. And you know what, the job was great because it was such an eye-opening experience in mm. terms of just being an adult and like having responsibility of, yo, every day at work, I'm there, 8.30 a.m., yeah. all of that. And it taught me a lot about 
resilient and hostile because yo, it's a it's a job where mm. every day people are telling you no, I don't want to deal with mm. you, this, that, the other, but mm. you have to pick up that phone and have cold the same calling. energy yeah. and say cold yeah. calling. Ah, we easy. spoke yesterday. Da, 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 having yeah. that resilience that I do not have. <laughs> yeah. So I wasn't really enjoying it. Um so then I think this is about what the time so I've been doing that for a while, not really enjoying it, but I've almost kind of ex- not accepted that this was life, but I've like, I just thought, you know, with a 2-2, I'm not ever going to get on a grad mm. scheme. So let me focus on these sales roles, try and get a promotion there, this, that, the other. Just a hustle, do, do what I can. And also, I had to feed myself, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever, innit? Um, and then it gets to the pandemic now, and I'm on furlough, and... I'm like now that I'm on further, I'm thinking, Lord, I do not want to go back to this. Like, no offense, mm. like to the company, like as people, it was great, but mm. I think for me, the role, I'm not built for that. If you that knew what sense. you wanted, you, you yeah, knew, you, yeah. Go on. I thought I knew, and I, I knew I wanted something different because yeah. I like the people side of it, but I didn't actually get to do it that yeah. much in that role. Um, so the next thing that happens there is I speak to my program coordinator at Upreach. If she ever sees this, shout out to you. Um, and, you know, I was just, because t- they were just doing a routine checkup, in it, just mm. see how people are doing in the pandemic. <clears throat> and then she was calling and she was like, yo, are you enjoying your job? This, that, the other. And I was like, you know what? No, like, it's not for me. Like, excuse me, sorry. I'm more interested in kind of helping people mm. and actually making a difference rather than just putting bums in seats and making a profit for someone. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So within that, she was like, okay, have you considered the plas- this? And I was like, oh, but I can't really apply for any of the grad schemes because I got a 2 2, this, that, the other. Mm. She was like, yo, stop being silly, bro. <laughs> she didn't say those exact <laughs> words. <laughs> in the more but professional ways, yeah, being she was silly, like, bro. <laughs> yo, there are a lot of places that yeah. would take you. It's about your, yeah. you know, your experience, this, that, the other. Yeah. And then she recommended that I apply for Upreach who uh, are a social mobility charity and also the civil service fast stream yeah. um, applied for both of those was blessed enough to get on both of them um, oh God's grace and also, I applied for a lot of things in that time. Actually. I remember, I was, yo. I, was I remember we were talking. This guy was thinking, oh, I'm going to work for Bro, AO. I was thinking. Ooh, I thought I was going to sell. First, I thought I'm going to have to sell some insurance yeah. uh, of some sort. Like, mm. I think I was going to sell insurance for household appliances. And I mm. went to the interview. Didn't get that job, you know. I was yeah. fuming. But the thing is, you, you, accept, you just wanted a job that paid you well because yeah, you needed to point, make sure I you were fed in it. Yeah. The thing that was different for you was that a lot of people are doing it for um, to succeed. You're doing it for survival. Yeah. Bro, That's the at that point, you almost had to do a job you like, didn't necessarily want to do. Because I was like, I'm not just getting enough yeah. money like mm. on furlough, this, that, and exactly. that. I need to make more money <clears> because with me, there's no bank of mum and dad. You know what I'm saying? If I'm broke, I'm broke. That's me. But thankfully those days behind this you know what i'm saying but um <laughs> yeah, so you've applied for upreach i've applied uh, for what was the, what's the position at upreach it's a program coordinator role so essentially yeah. i help out um you know people from disadvantaged backgrounds that are interested in these top grad schemes because obviously there's a there's like a almost a technique behind writing job applications yeah, and doing interviews that sort of thing. Um, so that was my role to help them, help prepare them. So I do mock interviews and yeah, all those kind cool. of skills workshops, all of those sort of things. Um, and I was also blessed enough to have the offer from the civil service fast stream, yeah. which 
I ended up taking. But that let, role let, the, let the record state that the civil service classroom is the leading graduate program. So this is a guy that people, some people would chalk off because mm. he got a two-two. And then with a two-two, thought life was over. And yeah. What's the civil? What is it? Civil service classroom currently is the leading graduate program. It's knocked off um, PwC for the past fifteen years. Because I obviously when I did the Times high flies thing mm. like we looked into that research so you know let the record state what you actually yeah, like you know it's you see with that i always take like with a pinch of salt though mm. because at the end of the day it's just a job oh yeah, so yeah, yeah definitely definitely yeah. but the pro yeah it does props to you bro yeah. Well yeah outwardly like objectively yeah is a you know i'm on a great scheme and it's a great opportunity don't get me wrong like mm. i'm real grateful for it but like you know like the the whole process of getting there yeah. was tough but like, mm. I will always be grateful for my experience at Upreach because that really opened my eyes to just like you know the, even the word contextualization I'd never really heard of that mm. you know what I'm saying but now what they do they have a system where they can look at kind of indicators in your life yeah. and give you like a contextual grades of like okay if you had been given the same resources and opportunities as someone else what would you have achieved and yeah. my contextual grades oh. were higher than what i would have achieved and that mm -hmm. just helped me feel better in myself and understanding look in the context of everything that you've had to do this you you've done well do you know what i'm yeah. saying and you can be at peace with that and um yeah obviously the the job that i do now it's very it feels very validating in knowing that you know what that grade doesn't necessarily reflect my skill level because i'm with people and i work alongside people that I first from you know Oxford, Cambridge, mm. whatever, it's mad and we produce the same quality of work. Mm. You know, sometimes mm. I even think mine's better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. So I'm aware that our times run out, so I just want to say that one other yeah. thing, like for me, that's really important is like when you do enter these sort of professions and you get to a certain position, like I'm in now, you should always be trying to open doors for other people and yeah. trying like you know give back those opportunities so one of the things i'm really like passionate about is um the department for education as a care leavers internship okay. where if you're a care leaver and you're between 18 and 30 um and you, you don't necessarily need to have any specific qualifications but you're interested in the role you can get an internship for a year kind of you know get your feet yeah. into the civil service get to get to see what's yeah, going on amazing. and there's like roles at different levels for you and one of the thing, key things that I want to do is in Manchester is kind of get, you know, a co cohort of these young people and mm. give them some of that, you know, the same kind of things that I was doing at Upreach where yeah. we talk about, okay, yeah. this is how you approach an interview. This is how you talk about your skills and give that back and try and give that yeah. opportunity to people and give them that, amazing, that start. And um, so if you're watching this and you're a care leaver or know anyone, please send them my way because yeah. that's something that I want to get off the ground and applications open in like August. So, um, big up you, man. It's yeah. beautiful saying, that you're we're plugging things. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> I got to. This is the platform, is because some viewers might not know that's available. It's beautiful that you're using your experience to identify ways yeah, to I'm make things easier people, for people who know, went through what, like, because now you, you, you've been put into a position where you can help people that were once like. Like you, you know what I'm that saying? People just need, I think people just need beautiful. opportunities in this world, you know, like, and yeah, if, you can, if you can give them that, they'll do the rest, you that's know what I'm saying? I've never asked for handouts or anything, I've always just needed, yo, just give me an opportunity, I'll get the work done and yeah. I'll get it done, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And I'm blessed to be in the position I'm in now, but I understand that, you know, it's just the start and there's a long way to go in the long, whole long career way. journey. Long way, yeah. But yeah. 
even at this early age, I'm still thinking about, you know what, how can I do, what can I do to help people? Because no, in this world, if no one's out there offering you that, like we said, all I needed was guidance and support and just someone to say, oh, have you thought about this? Yeah. You might enjoy it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that simple a lot of the time. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. And if I can be that voice and if I can be that, I don't want to say role model because I feel like that puts a lot of pressure, <laughs> pressure. on me. But like, you know, if you can look at me and identify something and say, yo, you know what? I kind of hear what he's talking about there. Like, I don't agree with him on this, but I kind of hear what he's talking about. And I kind of, that's, and he's done it because, yeah, like, like I said, the scheme I'm on is obviously like highly competitive or whatever, but I'm still here. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. I certainly don't have two heads and I'm not <laughs> a genius by any means. I'm just a, just another guy, do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I just do what I do. You've achieved like, great, great, great things. And that's why I kind of, I'm happy that we're both working in civil service and so many others like us, because what I've said is we've got our foot in the door. Let's get a seat at the table and let's put these important conversations on the menu of discussion. Yeah, so that's what, that's what we're going to do. So yeah, we've come to the end, but thank mm-hmm. you for listening to episode two of the Wiggle podcast. Um, please like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell your little sister, tell your little brother. And we'll be back also again. Don't message me. If you know me personally, don't message me. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> nah, you've done a brave yeah, thing today, uh, but I really, uh, I respect you for, nah, for telling your story. I'm I'm saying, that's it, what the, the platform's for. Like, yeah.